Hey, good morning, River House. It's uh, Pastor Jordan 2.0 here with you this morning. It is uh, it's such a joy to be with you guys. Uh, and I just want to encourage you that wherever you're at this morning, uh, Jesus is with you. He's right beside you. He wants to talk to you. He wants to teach you. Uh, so let's just dive in to what he has to teach us this morning. So we're going to be in 2 Kings chapter 15. So if you guys have your Bibles and you want to open them with me, that's awesome. This is what he wants to teach us out today. So just a little bit of history and what's going on in 2 Kings. So right now, um, the kingdom of Israel is divided between uh, Israel and Judea, and they're currently being ruled by different kings, um, Assyrian and Babylonian kings that aren't, um, the, the Jews aren't God's people. Um, and basically what's happening is there's, there's stories all throughout First and Second Kings of these of these kings who come in. And basically there's a, there's a rhythm to how it's describing the stories of these kings. And it'll say something along the lines of blank king reigned for a blank amount of years. And one of two things, either he did what was right and what was good in the eyes of the Lord, or he did what was evil in the sight of God. So for example, we see Jehoash reigned for 20 something years and he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. Zechariah, Jeroboam, they did what was evil in the sight of, in the sight of God. But there were kings who did do what was good and what was pleasing in the sight of God. And one of those, an example, is in 2 Kings 15, verse 3. And it says this, And he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. This is talking about Azariah. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah had done. And listen to this catch, though. It says, Nevertheless, the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and made offerings on the high places. So basically what the high places were is there were actual physical hills and locations above cities where people would go to worship. But what was specifically wrong about these places is that there were, uh, there were altars built to other gods, to specifically Baal and Asherah. They, were, they said that they were pillars and they were altar, altar, altars built to them. So what would happen is these people would go to these places and they would worship these other gods, and yet they would still be used as places to worship Yahweh. So you see what would happen is now there's this syncretism where there was the worship of Yahweh happening, but at the same time, there was this pollution of worship of other gods that was sinking into him. And God looked at that upon and said, there is a lack of purity of worship happening in this place. And it was not pleasing to his eyes. So I felt like today God wanted to reveal to us as a church um, some high places inside of us that we've allowed actually syncretism of worship to happen, where he has called for the purity of focus of intent to be solely upon his eyes of worship to happening only to him. But I felt like there's been small compromises. There's been small places where we've allowed worship to other gods happening at the same time as worshiping God. And I felt like there's, he's going to reveal to you and he's going to show you things. Um, I feel like specifically there's small compromises we've made that he's going to reveal to us. And a couple that I felt like he was telling me, um, which beyond intentional sin, which is including that, but I feel like it goes into one busyness that we've been talking about, just slowing down a rhythm of life to match up with the rhythm of what God is doing. Um, and two, specifically, I felt like he was saying the defaults of what our hearts turn to. 
So the intention and the attention of our heart when things get hard, when things get rough, when things get anxious and stressful, what do we turn to? Where does our mind and our heart turn to in that time? Does it turn to the peace, to the presence of God, or does it turn to um, whatever it is, Netflix, video games, uh, money, uh, obsession with whatever it is, other things that aren't from him? Um, and I feel like that's God is actually revealing those as worship um, not directly into his eyes, and he's bringing purity into our worship today. So uh, what, was, what was really cool back in those times is the, the purity of worship was meant to take place actually at the temple that was built for the worship of Yahweh, that his presence was there. And that's where the pure focus of worship was meant to happen. And it says now in 1 Corinthians 3.16, that do you not know that you, that you are God's temple and his spirit rests upon you? that you have the ability to worship God in purity, in spirit, and in truth from wherever you are at today. You carry the presence of God inside you. You don't need to travel to a place to go, but you can actually give purity of heart of worship to him today from right where you're at right now. So I felt today in Romans 2, 4, it says that his kindness leads us to repentance. Um, and so without even actually going into specific questions that I want you guys to dive into this morning, I felt like we should pray together and recognize that I feel the Lord actually wants to come along you, wants to come along us today. And I felt like I saw him giving us little nudges. And whenever there's a time when, when the, the attention and intentions of our heart turn toward anything else, he's going to give us a little nudge. And he's going to lead us by his kindness back to looking solely into his eyes and not looking to the right or to the left. And so to end, I just want to read 2 Kings 18, 3 through 7. Um, and this says, it says this, it's talking about a new king called Hezekiah. And it says, and he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, according to all that David, his father had done. He removed the high places he broke the pillars and cut down the Asherah. He broke in pieces the bronze serpent that Moses had made for until those days, the people of Israel had made offerings to it. He trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel, so that there was none like him among all the kings of Judah after him, nor among those who were before him. For he held fast to the Lord. He did not depart from the following him, but kept the commandments that the Lord commanded Moses. And get this, and the Lord was with him. Wherever he went, he prospered. He rebelled against the king of Assyria and would not serve him. The Lord was with him wherever he went, he prospered. So let's bring purity and focus of our worship to, the, to Yahweh alone, to God alone in the temples that he has put inside of us. And he is with you and he is leading you to prosper in this time. I love you guys so much. I'm so thankful for each one of you. Hope you have an amazing day. Oh,